Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. All right, Farron, are you ready for a subversive game that deeply questions player autonomy and motivation? Sure. Perfect, because we just did Bioshock, and now we're going to do Undertale. (laughs) So, Undertale was published and developed entirely by one person, that is Toby Fox. This game was released on September 15th, 2015, and is available on Windows, OS X, Linux, the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation Vita, Switch, and the Xbox One. So this is... A game where if you've never heard of Undertale, I want you to stop this podcast and go play Undertale. Because we can't talk about Undertale without spoiling more things than we should. It's just not (laughs) possible to do. So that said, I'm assuming everybody is left now. Undertale is a super unique RPG where the entire premise of the game is you don't have to kill anything. You don't have to murder a single person. And there are three endings to this game. There's the genocide run, where you kill everyone. There's the normal run, where you kill at least one person. Or there's the pacifist run, where you make it through without having killed a single person. So, Farron, have you ever played this game before? And had you ever really thought of playing it? Okay, so I want to preface this by saying that I had told you I've seen this game, I'm not interested in buying it, so let me just use your Steam account. But then I went and found it for cheap and I played it. Turns out I was thinking of another game entirely. So first off, I want to tell you, you've totally spoiled it for me and let me tell you why. I only played up to the first combat, which is with the dummy. and And I stopped, now here's why. This game triggered some serious nostalgia with me when I first, when I got my very first PC, which was at the beginning of October, 1990, I did what a lot of people did, which is I had friends with PCs and they'd give you a stack of discs and they'd have all sorts of crappy little games and you'd sort of copy sure. whatever. And this thing felt like that. Yeah. And so I got as far as that dummy and I won the combat and I immediately alt f 4 out because I, when I played this last night, I was really, really tired and I didn't want to half-ass it. And I didn't want to, like, I really wanted to take some time to, to absorb it because I was so excited by this game and the type of cheap ass EGA game that it was. My only complaint is the music is too good. It should be PC speaker. <laughs> it should be PC speaker music only. Maybe it works in it works better later on, I don't know, but I kept thinking the music is too good. But this thing triggered some immense nostalgia for games you kind of played because you didn't have anything else and or it was the game you bought at the local computer store that was sold in, I kid you not, a Ziploc baggie with a photocopied manual, because that is how some early games for the PC were sold. You know, some local kid convinced the Radio Shack to sell a couple copies or something. Yeah, That's how, how many of those early developers started. And, and this sort of triggered that, so I sort of walked away from the game so that I can, at a later date, come back and dig in and play for a few hours. So now why don't you go ahead and spoil the damn thing for me, you son of a bitch. I am so no, no, sorry. I figured fine. that go you would have made it further than that. No, damn. no, go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. Okay, so this is tough because I don't Do know it. how it's much fine. I can say. Do it. Uh, so 
with Undertale, you the first thing that happens is you name your character and you're dropped into the world and you encounter a flower. And yes, I remember that. You you have this lovely little lovely encounter with a flower named Flowey, and Flowey explains to you that you need to catch the uh, catch the bullets that he's throwing at you because they're. I don't remember what the argument for it was to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, happiness, happiness pellets or something like that. Something like that and yeah. it, it introduces you to the way that combat in this game works. And you have an RPG menu, you know, um, reminiscent of the old EGA games. I think one of the very specific uh, references for this game is Earthbound and Earthbound 2 and Mother. Um, the uh, NES titles, NES and SNES titles, actually. And you are put into every time the enemy attacks, you're put into this little box and you are navigating your heart around this box and you play through a, a small bullet hell segment where you need to avoid the attacks and then you're given the option to fight back. So you can fight back and you can kill things or you can think about what the text is saying that this game provides to you. What is the character that you're fighting against doing? What is their motivation for why they're here? And you use that in a speech response to calm them down and pacify them and then you can just give them mercy and let them go. I think we all know how I'm going to play this game. Oh, I'm, I'm fully aware. <laughs> the way you're going to massacre everything. I am indeed the video game human Cuisinart. It's so. true. So it's it's this really fascinating game where if you play it as a pacifist, you never actually gain any levels. You don't get experience for letting things go. For the rest of the game, you huh. will have 10 hit points, and that is what you get through the game on that and money. And I mean, money is abundant, so you can buy whatever the heck you like. Yeah. But you, when you start killing things, it's got this really neat attack animation where you have to time your attack to uh, fill up this bar at a very specific point so you do more damage. And this game really forces you to stop and question why you're doing things. I, I realized this earlier today that we're we're having two games back to back, at least from from my end of things, that are very yeah. focused on player choice and player agency and how we interact with stories and what these stories mean to us. Did you encounter Toriel? You should have encountered Toriel. I got as far as the first dummy that you attacked. So it's like the third screen. So after, yeah. so, and then I, I, I just, I alt F forward out okay. I ran, because I, I wanted to take the time to truly absorb this game okay. uh, in all of its glory. And, you know, look, it could be six months before I ever actually get around to going back sure. to it, but you better believe I am glad you recommended this game and I bought it because now I'm really excited about this, this game. Like, I'm, I'm so glad just, to hear that. It, it just seems so interesting, and I wasn't aware that it was sub subversive, even if it were just a straight-up replica of these early EGA games, mm -hmm. which uh, EGA is, what, 16 colors, and this is even pushing that. I think it's <laughs> low-end EGA, it's like four colors, but, you know, this game, it just, it seems really cool, and I'm I'm really looking forward to digging into it now, but I really want to give it, like, like, I may even do it, like, over Christmas break, where I can say, okay, today... I'm playing Undertale. Yeah, that's you're you're not going to regret it. Like there is so as as a person who is of Internet culture, there's a lot of references to that. You will encounter two characters in very short order. One is named Sans and he's a comic and the other oh, one is named God. Papyrus. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And so it's it's and, those... and, and you encounter the deadly twins wing and ding and well not not quite but it's it's very much into that and you get to see these characters grow and progress and yeah. and you <laughs> I, I the only thing that I can say is like just just be careful who you kill because there are so <laughs> many amazing characters with wonderful storylines in it every one of these little acts of the game focuses on something like the first act is really about your initial expectations as you encounter things and and how that grows and changes the second one is like the the preconceived notions that we've got based on our history the the prejudices that we bring into things and our willingness or disinterest in accepting or rejecting those uh, presuppositions about someone you know the the third act of this game is just this beautiful drama that really holds the mirror up to a probably majority of players who play this game and say hey look here's a character who is a lot like you what do you think that they should be doing in this situation why do you think that they're a monster for what they just did and then the fourth act is all about loss and recovery and family and accepting you know just that terrible thing has happened and that sometimes all we can do is move forward and the whole time it does this with beautiful beautiful set pieces fantastically written characters uh, a compelling plot that never stops making you want to go forward and there's just there's so many wonderful little jokes in this game like you pick up a stick at the beginning of this game and if you hang on to the stick until the end of the game it pays off okay note to self find a stick keep it yeah okay. it's not even anything big it's just it lets you skip a boss towards the end of the game because you throw that. the stick and the, the boss goes chasing it is it the dog <laughs> well I'm, I'm not going to spoil that but okay because that Actually, never Whatever. mind. It doesn't matter. The, the point I'm trying to get at here is this is a game that is designed to look janky. It is designed to look old and kind of ugly to modern eyes. But this is an absolute gem which has absolutely shaken so many presuppositions about what people think of as uh, what a video game should be able to do and say and make you feel. Yeah. It's one thing I like about sort of this era of video games is that people have started to, again, not mind graphics that aren't cutting edge. Like we've talked mm -hmm. about Domina and, and, and other games that are pixel art and some of these games that uh, some people would look at and say, ooh, they're ugly. No, no. Look at what they're trying to say because now they have the, the you know, bottomless amounts of, of hard drive space and RAM mm -hmm. and, and uh, processing power and GPU power. And if they don't have to pour it into awesome graphics, think of what else they can do. And the, yeah. the, the intelligent stories they can make, like not everything, you know, in the previous episode, we talked about Bioshock and the philosophy and the politics and everything else all wrapped up into a AAA shooting experience. Well, not every company has bottomless pits of money to do that with. So they, so they make a four color game and they can spend all of that extra brain power and man hours, person hours, making a meaningful experience. And I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for you to play this game. I genuinely <laughs> am. I think that somebody with your literary background and your understanding of the art of storytelling, you're going to appreciate this on such a, a fantastic level that it would go over a lot of people's heads. 
on an initial yeah. playthrough. You're, you're going to call me in the new year and say, hey, how'd you like the game? And I go, that just sucked ass. I played for 20 more minutes than before, <laughs> and I was out of there, man. No, I, I'm, I am looking forward to it. So I'm to answer you your did. question before you ask it, yes, I'll be playing it again. All right, <laughs> perfect. And I'm going to keep on playing this game. So there it is. There it is. Adam, do you hunger for brains? Brains? Yes. Brains. Brains. Excellent. So we're going to talk now about Zombie Night Terror, which came out in tw- on 20 July 2016. It's a PC game. It was made by Noclip and published by Good Shepherd Entertainment, which sounds like they would be like Christian publishing and holy hell is this not Christian? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> you can get it on Steam and GOG. I couldn't find it anywhere else. I'm not sure how it would work with GOG, but for Steam you can access the workshop because it has a level editor. Yep. Uh, this is a puzzle game and the best way to describe it is, uh, do you ever play a game called Lemmings? I absolutely played Lemmings. Yeah, that was a great game in the early 90s. Uh, this is that, but with zombies. Yes. Um, and it's pixel art. Uh, It's identical pixel art to uh, Lemmings, but it's zombies and like anything that's pixel art in this day and age, as we just talked about with Undertale, is that they can do so much more with those minimal graphics because they're not limited by horsepower or RAM or any of that. Uh, So the way it works is you control the zombies, you tell them what kind of zombies they're going to be, should they leap, should they run, these sorts of things. You tell them where to, you know, like under every door will be an icon and if if you click the open, they'll like bash the door open and uh, you're trying to well, zombify everyone on the map. And there's also, you know, it's a puzzle game at its core. And, uh, you know, so there's always other objectives. And it's got a very B-movie, you know, midnight movie flair to it. And it's really, really cool. The music rocks. Yes. It's very good music. The aesthetic is cool. I tried the the space, like, to the moon campaign that they gave you. I suck at it, but that's what (laughs) I did play. Uh, I didn't get far, but I did play it. And it's super, super cool. Because the way it works is to use your abilities, you have to develop, what is it, you have to accumulate, I think it's called DNA. DNA, which Which you get by killing people, but you can also blow up your own zombies, which means you have one less zombie in your arsenal but you get dna for it and there's you know vats of the stuff around and it's all about chasing down the evil scientist who created you blah 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 it's so cool yeah it's it's such a neat take on it and because you know i don't i don't think that there have been many games in recent memory at least not by recent memory that have Mm -hmm. taken the lemmings formula and and brought that forward i'm sure i know that there were a good chunk of lemmings games but I can't. But they were all Lemmings them. games. Like they were yeah. all that brand. No one, no one has ever successfully replicated what Lemmings is. Yeah, and I think this does that in yeah. just just the best possible way. It is camp. It's corny. Oh it's, God, it's yeah. Zombie movie brains and blood and gore everywhere. Well, it's, whole, it's funny as hell. Oh, so funny. Like, it, um, did you the, try the Space to the Moon campaign? I did not. I just started point, the base level. At, at, 
the one point you've got this Christian preacher waving his Bible around and screaming at his parishioners, oh, and he's literally going blah 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 blah. Because of course, no one speaks English. <laughs> and then when the zombies come, he literally shoots hellfire at you, using his Bible as a weapon. So you have to find a way to get close to him because he incinerates the zombies in seconds with huh. his holy Bible hellfire. And, and the first time that happened, I went, wow, that was unexpected. But he's been yelling holy hellfire, so I guess I should have expected him to throw it at me. But it's just like it's sure. that kind of sense of humor. It's so cool. And it's a puzzle game. It is. It absolutely is a puzzle game. But it's not a desperately hard one. And the levels are quick. No level's going to take you more than about five, ten minutes. And mm-hmm. you screw up, you just click reset, and you're back in the game in a second. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest on games that are like a pure puzzle game um i like yeah i like games that they'll have puzzle elements they have a puzzle that i need to solve in this experience but not a lot of games that are just straight up and down puzzles like i've never been a professor layton guy Uh, oh no I tried. I did like own it. one of those games, but nah. Yeah, I tried playing the Ace Attorney games, and while well, they were cute and fun, it just it just it no, was just yeah, too much they of never a did it straight me. puzzle. Yeah. Uh, but this game, it's just it it doesn't take itself seriously. It takes a formula that worked and has made it even better somehow. Yeah. And they put it into this entirely different setting where it makes sense that all these things that you're commanding are absolutely mindless and only do what they're told. Yeah. It, it is a perfect reason for why oh now we've got this giant tank zombie that can just bash through absolutely everything it they just they just did such a good job and i don't know how else to to really describe it because it it is a puzzle game and it's very straightforward but it is so good it's got a feel not unlike gunpoint except much gorier because you're eating people's faces but it's that same aesthetic and it's the same thing where you can zoom into the levels and zoom out of the Mm -hmm. levels and the fidelity is not lost the visual fidelity and it's about thinking your way through the level but instead of having springy pants and the ability to beat a guy's nose into the you know back through the back of his head and into the carpet here you get to eat his face off and turn him into one of you you know i don't the game's got a an expansion which is pretty cool and i think it's got a soundtrack which you should get yes this is one of those games like we've done four games in this recording session and all of them are games you absolutely must buy i mean it's the whole point of this podcast <laughs> this is a joyful game it is even as you're eating people's faces off yeah and yeah i mean we could go on and on but what it comes down to is go buy this game eat a lot of people and and be the zombie master it's pretty awesome yeah it really is yeah. if you're somebody who if you like puzzles get this game if you like zombies get this game if you like, like lemmings if you like lemmings get this yeah. game if you if you just like campy b movies get this game yeah because it yeah. is right up your aesthetic alley yeah, but buy, do yourself a favor, buy it on uh, Steam just because then you have access to the workshop and that's always mm. the easiest way to do mods. But yeah, there it is. There it is.